Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Today's podcast episode of Soul Talk, we're going to explore the five keys to overcoming fear and anxiety. How do we deal with fear and anxiety in a constantly changing world? Fear and anxiety, folks, as human beings, we've all felt this thing, yes? None of us are immune from it. This human experience, if we're not conscious and aware, can often give us many things to feel anxious about because there's so much in life that we do not control. There's so much that is unknown, so much that is un- unpredictable. And so what do we do? How do we deal? How do we function? In the hustle and bustle of modern life, fear and anxiety can easily infiltrate our hearts and minds, creating a cloud of unease, discomfort. But I truly believe that no matter what you're going through, today's message of Soul Talk is a message of hope that beneath the surface, lies an unshakable, untapped reservoir of inner strength, wisdom that is just waiting to be revealed. You see, to me, the challenges of life, the difficulties of life, all of life ultimately is simply conspiring for your evolution. All of life is conspiring for your awakening. All of life is conspiring for your enlightenment. All of life is conspiring for your breakthrough. All of life is conspiring to help you tap into a deeper dimension of yourself. And so the way that we've been conditioned by society, by parents, by those around us is we've been conditioned to look for peace in external experiences, look for peace in relationships, find that right relationship, look for peace in your bank account, look for peace in a job, look for peace. And so much of where we look for a sense of peace and freedom is in the world. So the first thing I want you to understand is that if your sense of peace and inner freedom is dependent on the world, you will be filled with anxiety because the world is constantly transitory, impermanent, changing, much of which you don't have control of. And if you are basing your peace on the world being a certain way, the world fitting your idea of how it needs to be in order for you to be peaceful, this is a recipe for fear and anxiety. Because how often does the world conform to what we want? 
how often does the world conform to what we need? So we have to, to understand and be conscious and aware. So step one, I would say, become conscious and aware. We get so consumed by trying to control things outside. We get so consumed by trying to force things in, in life and relationships. We get so consumed by making external factors the source of our happiness. And if everything lines up a certain way, then I'm going to be peaceful. But when it doesn't, anxiety. The stock market, COVID, pandemics, job, economy, the government, none of which we really have control of. And so first, I want you to look at where you are placing your sense of peace and happiness, where you are dependent and what you are dependent on and who you're dependent on for a sense of peace and happiness. And begin to take your power back. It's so easy to get consumed by thoughts and emotions based on these things that we begin to lose touch with the present moment. We begin to lose touch with our own inner innate sense of awareness. We get sucked into life. We get sucked into the matrix. We get sucked into the world. We get so identified with things and stuff and positions and, and externalities that we lose our connection to our sense of inner peace. We lose our connection to our own innate, deeper awareness. That is the space that life is happening in. So firstly, I would say, become conscious of all the things you are attached to, needing to be a certain way, making responsible for your peace and happiness and begin to gently loosen, soften, unhook it. And number two, take the time to connect to yourself. Take that time to connect to your soul. Take that time to be still in your meditation, in your spiritual practice, to connect to that dimension of your being that is transcendental, to connect to that dimension of your being that doesn't change. See, I believe that life is kind of a simulation. It's set up a certain way. That so much of life out here in the external world is changing. And so when you live your life out here in, in, a, in, a what, in a sense of being focused on what's out here in the world, you will suffer, you will feel fear, you will feel anxiety. I don't think that's bad. I just think it's, it's feedback, it's course correction. It's just the universe's way in the simulation of life to force you, to point you to go inside. Because eventually you experience so much fear and anxiety, so much fear and frustration and disappointment and, 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 and sort of internal instability and anxiety that, that you realize, wait a second, I have to go inside. I can't rely on what's out here. I can't depend on the stock market. I can't depend on the world. Eventually, it forces you. So to me, the instability of the world on a spiritual level, almost forces you, points you to go inside. 
it directs you inside. And it's only by going inside where you start connecting to and asking yourself, finding what is real? Who am I really? What is real? What is true? What doesn't change? My hair will change. My hairline will change. My facial features will change. My, my breasts will sag. My body will wrinkle. My job will change. My children will grow up. People will die. Relationships will come and go and end. My beliefs will change. The economy will change. The weather will change. What, what doesn't change? And so key number two is go inside, go inside, cultivate the connection to source, cultivate the connection to your deeper truth, cultivate the connection to what you truly are, your soul, your essence, your being, your consciousness, that unchanging awareness that you are. This deeper awareness that is not defined by fears and anxiety and the world, that unchanging presence of awareness itself. What is that? What am I? The more you connect to that in your spiritual practice, the freer you will feel. Because you'll start to feel and know that no matter what changes out in the world, what you really are is unshakable. And I think that, you know, many of the challenges, the challenges of the world, the challenges of life, the difficulties of life, in this simulation, if we look at life as a simulation, see, folks, I want you to shift how you look at life. If you look at life as a simulation and a spiritual gymnasium, then you begin to understand that all experiences are pushing you to go inside, to connect to your true power, to connect to your true infinite nature. When you realize that, it shifts the game. It shifts your relationship with the matrix, with life, with experience. And you start understanding, ah, oh, let me go inside and connect to the source of what I really am so that I can, so that you can begin to experience, wow, there is a infinite energy. There is a power inside of me that I was not aware of when I was so focused on what was outside, when I was so focused on the world, when I was so focused on external factors. So create the time to cultivate your spiritual practice through meditation, through stillness, so that you can connect to the deeper dimension of your being. The other thing I would say, let's call it key number three, is many times we experience fear and anxiety in life because we really are not in the present moment. Have you noticed? Like in any given moment, I want you to stop. Literally, if we were to pause your life, folks, and stop, and just in a snapshot of that moment, ask yourself, where is my attention right now? Where is my attention right now? Much of the time, you will begin to see that your attention is, is in the future. Your attention is a week from now. Your attention is, is 15 days from now. Your attention is six months from now. 
your attention is not right here and you weren't conscious, you were not conscious that your attention wasn't here. And so one of the reasons we, we experience so much fear and anxiety is we are constantly going into the future, creating a negative future fantasy about the things that have happened, the things that might happen, the things that could happen, the things that possibly might go wrong and could go wrong. And we create negative future fantasies and scenarios about all of these things that we begin to experience the feeling of those things right now as though they're already happening. This creates suffering. So you must become conscious, conscious of where is my attention. So life then becomes a moment-to-moment -moment meditation. Life becomes a meditation in mindfulness practice all at the same time. There is no separation from life and meditation. Life is the meditation for you to cultivate deeper degrees of attention and awareness. You start noticing where your attention is going. It's going into the future, paying my rent. How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to... But, you know, it's like two weeks from now. What's going to happen? Oh, my God. Stop. Breathe. Stop. Breathe. Bring yourself back into the moment. Your breath can bring yourself back into the moment. Connect to your body. Touch your body. Look around. Bring yourself back to the present moment right now. Much of fear and anxiety happen in the future. And then ask yourself, right now, is everything okay? Right now, am I okay? Right now, right now. Much of the time, right now, things are fine. But they might not be. That's where the anxiety comes in. How much of your life is lived in the future? How much of your life is lived in a fantasy that is not reality right now? And how much of the things that you worry about actually don't happen? And how many of the things that you were so concerned about, freaked out about, stressed out about, almost killed yourself for when you faced the worst case scenario, it wasn't as bad as you thought, or maybe it was better than you thought. So let's go to number four. Number four, I would invite you to sit with is, is ask yourself, like go there, make peace with the worst case scenario. So often we're, we're so busy thinking about worst case scenario, but also avoiding the worst case scenario. I'm saying go right to the worst case scenario, face the worst case scenario and ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen here? And really get clear and conscious with the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario, oh my God, the worst case. Now you might think that's a crazy thing to do, but often if you really get conscious and present in the moment and you start getting clear on what the worst case scenario is in actuality, many of you will begin to see that the thing that you thought was the worst case scenario really isn't the worst case scenario in reality. Oh my God, I'm not gonna be, be able to pay the rent. And then, and then, uh, you know, meanwhile, your mind is already making up stories about being homeless. But if you really sit in the present moment and ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario? Is the worst case scenario that I'll be homeless? Well, not homeless living in downtown. No. The worst case scenario, scenario might mean you have to get a side gig. The worst case scenario might mean you have to 
go get a job. The worst case scenario might mean you live on a friend's couch or, but the worst case scenario that we often make up is often not the worst case scenario. So if you can get conscious and present out of fantasy, what the worst case scenario actually is, it begins to get you into relationship with reality. And when you start making peace with reality, i.e. you start making peace with the worst, worst case scenario, can I make peace with the worst case scenario that is realistic? The realistic worst case scenario. If you can make peace with that, it frees you. If you can make peace with that, it frees you. And that's the key. Maybe the worst case scenario is you go get a job. But maybe you're already in a job. You're afraid to go leave your job because you're afraid it won't work out. And you're freaking out about that. But the worst case scenario is you go get a job, probably a similar job that you have right now. So technically, you're living your worst case scenario right now before taking a risk. If you can make peace with the worst case scenario, it frees you. But make peace with the real case, worst case scenario. Number five. As you get into the present moment, as you breathe, you scan the room, you bring your awareness here, you tune in, you get conscious, you get present. What is really important is surrender. You see, anxiety thrives in the realm of the past and the future that steals your attention from the present moment. So surrendering to the here and now, and by letting go of the need to control outcomes, then it brings you in relationship to the moment. When you're in relationship to the moment, then you can actually ask yourself, what is in my control? What is in my control? You start getting clear on what's actually in your control. Because so often fear and anxiety arises when you focus on all the things that are not in your control, all of the possible scenarios that are not in your control. What actually is in your control? Well, that's not in my control. The government's not, not in my control. The president's not, not in my control. You know, my bosses are not in my control, but these five things are in my control. Focus your attention and energy on doing, on executing, on taking action on what is in your control. Control. This is key. When you focus on what's in your control, you begin to empower yourself. When you begin to empower yourself, you are free. You're free. Many times, we don't realize that part of our anxiety is because we're so fixated on what, all the things we can't control. But because we're not present, we're not aware of what we're fixating on to shift our energy and our focus to what we can control. Overcoming anxiety and overcoming fear is really an opportunity for you to get into the present moment. And I believe, folks, the more you're in the present moment, the more you can cultivate joy. The more you're in the present moment, the more you can cultivate gratitude. I really believe that gratitude is a very potent antidote to fear and anxiety. So we can add a bonus. Should we add a bonus step? 
Bonus step number six. Remember, gratitude is a potent antidote to fear and anxiety. And so when you shift your focus from lack, scarcity, what's not, to what is, to what is, what do you have, to abundance, you begin to illuminate the blessings that are in your life right now. You begin to cultivate joy. And this becomes an act of radical loving, self-loving. This, this shifts your energy. This shifts your frequency. This makes you more magnetic to the very things you are wanting to experience. Energy flows to the point of your attention. And so in the midst of this challenging situation, can you cultivate the faith and hold, hold in that frequency of gratitude, appreciation, and joy? Hold in the appreciation of what's true. Hold in the appreciation of abundance, because that will shift your energy. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's short podcast episode. Share this episode with anyone in your life that might be dealing with fear and anxiety in life, especially in today's climate of the changing world. Also, do me a favor, folks. Write a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the Soul Talk podcast as we want to share the message of Soul Talk with more people. Until next episode, love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.